That's it. Lovely. Okay, so uh, today is the start of the week of prayer. As most of us know, we're sort of praying each day for all the different things we're doing as a church and just seeking God for what we can do in the near future as well as the more distant future. Most of you have had the details through the Tuesday email or if you got the physical copy of our newsletter this week, you'd have had the details inside just so you know what time everything's on, whether it's in our building, whether it's on Zoom or we're walking around the estate. And it's got a list of some of the leaders, which is subject to change, but uh, it's got some of the list of leaders there. If you want to have any, any more questions about it or want to know about it a little bit more, ask away, uh, send me a text or ring me up and I'll certainly give you all more information. Our next physical service is going to be a week today because we're doing it every other week, if you remember. So if you want to contact Joe from any time from today to next Friday, she'll be able to book you in no problem at all. We're going to carry on doing Zoom services at least to the end of July now. On a sad note, many of you know about Pauline Harrison and her funeral is going to be a week on Monday, the 28th of June. The service at the Creme is for family members only uh, because of the constraints that they'll need to have there, the numbers that are allowed. But if you want to come to the service at our building in our church at 2.45, then let me know and I'll make sure there's enough chairs out. And again, it's just to make sure we don't have more than we're allowed in the building. So that's going to be a week on Monday for Pauline's funeral, 2.45 for the service at church, if you're able to come along. I mentioned already about the latest onward. Uh, so it's got lots of details about this coming week and other things as well. It'll be in the Tuesday email this coming week, and some of you would have had a copy last Friday. It's going to be breakout rooms at the end, but Jill's going to lead us this morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming. Uh, let's pray. God, thank you that we can, on this Father's Day, celebrate that you are our Heavenly Father. God, we thank you for our earthly fathers, but we say more and more thank you for who you are. You are our daddy. You look after us. You take care of us. And Lord, I thank you that today we can focus on prayer and on chit-chatting with you. And I pray that you'll help us to uh, get into that today. Let, let's be um, easy to talk to you today, I pray, God. Lord, will you inspire us and lead us and help us as we look to you, as we seek your guidance, as we ask you for where we should go. Lord, we look to you for our entire service and ask that you'll come and speak and allow us to have that two-way conversation with you today. Amen. Amen. So yes, it's a prayer Sunday today and um, it was very fitting that we started in house group this last Monday on a new series on prayer and it was brilliant. Let me encourage you, if you weren't able to make it, uh, please do come. You can catch up the, uh, the first session online, that is easy. There's some videos and then there's some questions afterwards. Um, so it's quite straightforward. Um, Pete Gregg, who is obviously very well known for, for prayer stuff, uh, is leading those sessions and um, he said something which has really stuck with me so I want to share that with you this week especially as we're looking at prayer today and it will be an interactive service today we will be praying so get your get your prayer hats ready we're going to be praying we're going to be chatting to God today which is a good thing anyway what he said was keep it simple keep it real and keep it up and I just thought wow yeah do you know what yeah so, yeah, let's remember that today. Keep it simple, keep it real and keep it up. Let's pray this morning. 
We're going to start, though, by um, singing along with a YouTube video this morning. Now, this is um, a, a new song to us, actually. We've not done this before. Uh, maybe you'll be familiar with it, maybe not, but the words will be on the screen. So join in the best you can. I bet you'll know the words, though. You'll see. Let's, uh, let's worship together to start with. If I press all the buttons in the right order, that is. <laughs>
61 says, hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Increase the days of the king's life, his years for many generations. May he be enthroned in God's presence forever. Appoint your love and faithfulness to protect him. Then I will ever sing in praise of your name and fulfill my vows day after day. So we're starting a week of prayer today with lots of opportunity to both pray together and to pray on our own. Have you decided how you're going to join in yet? As a church, we want to be a big blessing to the thousands of people who live and work and study within a mile of our building. We've been in that building for 19 years and we've done such a lot with younger children and people who are retired and people in their 60s, 70s, 80s and above. We've helped a lot of people and we want to continue to do that. But most of all, we want to let people know that Jesus is alive and that people need Jesus in their lives. It might seem like a difficult task because if we look at it in a human point of view, we're lacking volunteers and leaders. But you know what? It's not just my natural reaction to feel optimistic about things, but about what we are as NCF and how we're going forward. I feel optimistic. I feel great about our future. Shall I tell you why? You can nod your head if you want to. The reason is we're not on our own. God, the almighty one, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the alpha and the omega, the bright morning star, the resurrection and the life is for us. And he is with us. If you read through the Bible, you'll see that God did amazing things with lots of small numbers of people when the odds were stacked against them. I've got a list. Gideon, Joshua, Elijah, the early church, Jehoshaphat, Esther. There's loads more. God is amazing. We serve an amazing God. There's no secret to how we as a group of believers can flourish. It's simply that we need to pray together and then do what God says. Jill read Psalm 61, and I find that a really encouraging psalm. Perhaps you do too. The psalmist didn't write, when I'm feeling strong, show me where to go, God, and I'll change the world for you. Didn't say that at all, did it? In the Amplified Bible, it says, when my heart is overwhelmed and weak, lead me to the rock that is higher than I a rock that is too high to reach without your help. David, the psalmist, is recognising 
that the road ahead was going to be difficult. But with God's help and strength, he knew he could accomplish all kinds of things of lasting value. David had made the important decision. He might not feel very good. He might feel overwhelmed by the situation that was going on around him. In fact, the Hebrew literally says, I am covered over with darkness. But still, David was saying, I trust you, God. You are faithful. Lead me on to where you want me to be. As I wear your yoke, God, I know I'll be effective for you. God might be calling you today to do something small, like just pray for someone or not to lie. Or he might call you to do something bigger. But the idea is that together we can do whatever God says, because together we're listening to God. God doesn't need to look at your CV. God doesn't need to ask you to come for a second interview. God says, you're my servant. I love you. Now go and do what I ask. Do you remember how Isaiah said in the early chapters, I think it's chapter six, Isaiah said when he met with God, here am I, send me. And it might be that you're just not feeling like Isaiah says, here am I, send me. It might be just like David says, Lord, I haven't got the, the strength to go on my own. Lord, I need you to lead me forward. I need you all the time, God. As we ask God to lead us, so we're saying to him, you are our strength. You are our security. You are our hope. You're probably familiar with Psalm 18. It says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my saviour. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. That's just the first three verses. You've probably stood on the summit of a hill now and again. A few weeks ago, Jill and I went to a place near Edinburgh and we, were, we stood on three summits and you could see for miles. And even though it took a lot of effort to get up there, it was well worth it because of being a, not just a place of security, being on a summit, being on a rock that is higher than I helps us to see beyond what we normally can see. Often we perhaps see that the world or think the world revolves around ourselves. But seeing from a summit, you can see there's so many more things going on. The only miracle that's described in all four Gospels is the feeding of the 5,000. And the other day I was thinking about it and thinking, yeah, that little boy went just thinking he had his lunch. He had a little. But Jesus made the difference. He took what seemed insignificant and made a difference for thousands of people. Yesterday, there was a prayer meeting and you might think, oh, big deal. But there was a prayer meeting on a road or on a pathway, rather, that's called the Southwest Coast Path. Now, I've put a map on the script that you can look at afterwards. I've got a little map in front of me. Maybe you can picture from Minehead 
all the way round Somerset, Devon, Cornwall, the other side of Devon into Somerset, into uh, Dorset. From Minehead to Poole is this path called the Southwestern Coastal Path, and it's 630 miles long. And yesterday, there were groups of Christians on every mile segment, 630 miles, remember, praying for half an hour, seeking God that change would come in the southwestern part of England. Now, that vision just started with one man saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? But yesterday, over 3000 people prayed on that path. And there was even a BBC camera crew that went to see what was going on. I put a link on the script so you can see what was said. Prayer changes things. And God is doing amazing things all around the world and in the Neaton. All we need to do this week is say, Lord, what are you doing? How can we get involved with what you're doing? This week, one of my piano pupils came along and said, oh, John, can I play this certain piece to you? I can't do it all, but I like it a lot. And it's called My Lighthouse. And I like it when that happens because it's then people are doing things together. It's not just me setting the tone. So then she came along and played on the piano. She did this. Do you know the one I mean? We sing that. Now, she's a girl at school. She doesn't know God. And she was playing My Lighthouse to me. And then after she'd finished, I just put Ren Collective on singing it. She says, yep, that's the one. And that's brilliant because God is doing things we don't know about. She is thinking about Jesus being her lighthouse. What are we doing about getting involved with God, what God is doing already in the meeting? God is doing amazing things. All we need to do is listen and say, Lord, how can I be involved? Two more quick thoughts. There's a Canadian theologian that's called D.A. Carson that says this. Again, it's on the script. You might want to read this another day. People do not drift towards holiness. Apart from grace driven effort, people do not gravitate towards godliness, prayer, obedience to scripture, faith and delight in the Lord. We drift towards compromise and call it tolerance. We drift towards disobedience and call it freedom. We drift towards superstition and call it faith. We cherish the indiscipline of, of lost control and call it relaxation. We slouch towards prayerlessness and delude ourselves into thinking we have escaped legalism. We slide towards godlessness and convince ourselves we have been liberated. We need God's strength today not to slide towards prayerlessness. We need God's strength to pray together, that we'll see the bigger picture, that we'll go to the rock that is higher than I for safety and security. We can't reach where God wants us to go on our own. We desperately need God to lead and guide us. We need to see what God is doing in our lives and in the lives of other people about us. So as we pray, let's pray for ourselves. Let's pray for Nuneaton and let's pray that the church will rise 
and do what God wants us to do. We'll do what he calls us to do. Brilliant. Thanks, John. Yes, 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 and yes. Let's do it. Um, we're going to sing Amazing Grace. Um, God doesn't need us, but he wants us and he loves to work with us and use us. What a privilege that is. As we are coming to him in prayer today, let's remember his grace and just the amazing thing that it is to be our daddy's child. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now. Shining as the sun. 
Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I always tick the wrong boxes. Never mind. You all knew the words to that one. Right, now it's time to pray. Enough singing. Enough. Well, no, we'll do some more singing. Enough listening. Uh, no, we're going to do listening. We're praying. OK, I'm saying all the wrong things. We're going to pray. And um, I'm going to put a slide up in a minute that will help us during our first session. We're going to have three sessions of prayer where we can all join in, please. Um, and in each one, I would like us to focus on a different age group in our community. So the first session we're going to pray is to pray for anybody age up to 30. So that covers quite a lot because that's all children, all young people, all 20s, you know, and there's a lot of things happen to a person during those years in their life. So um, lots to pray for here. So we're praying for our community up to age 30. And I'm going to put this slide up, but just for um, Jill and for Margaret, who are on the phone and so won't be able to see it, I'm just going to read out. There are six things on this slide. Um, just grab hold of one or two if you can remember those and use those in your prayer time. Um, and what we're going to do for this first session is just pray where we are. So in your own household group um, or, yeah, if you're on your own, that's fine. If you're with, with a family, that's fine. Um, just pray where you are. And if you're in your family or in a household group, then you can feel free to just pray on your own singly, individually or quietly or as a little group together. That's fine. Um, whatever suits you. But we're just staying on our own for the moment. And so I will put ourselves on mute and it'll just be quiet on the recording for this first little session. It'll be about seven or eight minutes long. Um, so the, the things that we're praying for the local community are serving the local community, being a light to the local community, helping the local community, giving to the local community, telling the truth to the local community and loving the local community. So have those as sort of prayer points in mind when we are praying for our community for those age up to 30. Let's pray. Oh, my. 
pray some more then. For this second session, we're all going to stay together here, all in the same group. So just take yourself off mute when you want to pray. Um, now, I'm hoping you can remember the, the items that were on the slide. Serving, being a light to, helping, giving to, telling the truth to, loving uh, the local community. This time, we're going to think about praying for the age group, age 30 to 60. So lots of families and that kind of thing, all kinds of work related issues with that kind of age group, family issues. Yeah, all kinds of things we can pray for. And let's ask God for how we can do all those things to the local community. So like I say, it's just going to be five minutes this time and um, jump in when, when you want to. I'll start us off. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that um uh i am well i am in that age group god and you have been faithful to me lord and i know that you are faithful to every single person in this age group across our local community and lord a lot of them just don't even know that so lord i pray you will help us as your church to shine your light to tell the truth to explain to give to be an example of who you are god um, as your church in, in our locality. God, you know every single individual uh, who is in this age group across um, our estate, across this whole town. Lord, you know what their needs are. You know how we can help and you know how we can say what we need to say to bring them to that place where they recognise that they need you as their saviour. God, show us the way, I pray. Amen. Lord, you know that many people uh, know you already in this age group and whatever age they are, people need you. Mm. But people in this age tend to think they're in their prime of life. Lord, we pray that in the prime of their life, they'll give everything they have to you. Lock, stock and barrel that will be able to tell the truth about Jesus' death and resurrection for people like them in the prime of their life where they seem to have everything. Amen. Amen. Lord, we would pray for the people in this age group. Father, we, we pray for those that have been on furlough throughout this pandemic and uh, are um, anxious about uh, their jobs and uh, what what they will do moving forward. Father, we just pray that um, they will uh, turn to you, that they will seek you for their uh, help and their strength. Jesus Christ, name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, help us to be a blessing to all those around us in our community. Um, help those people to see the difference that Jesus makes in our lives. Um, with your help, Lord, um, and strength, anything is possible. Help us to be actively seeking how um, your will and how you can equip us with your spirit to go out and make these lives changed um, to know you more, Lord. We pray it and ask it to glorify your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, yes, Lord. Lord. You've placed us in 
St. Nicholas Park there. The church is there for a reason, Lord, and amongst all the families of the age group that we that surround us, we just ask, Lord, that you would give us a vision, that you would just ignite uh, the area, Lord, that they would know that we are there to help, to serve, to love, and to just help whatever way we can. Thank you that you have placed us there, and there is a purpose, and you have a purpose for each one of us. And as we take part in this prayer time right now, Lord, that you would see our hearts, hear our praise to you, and Lord, that you would uh, just encourage us to seek your will for what you want us to do in this area. Just bless each family, Lord, in this group that is just surrounded by NCF, that they would know that we are there to really be for them to help and to lead them to you, Lord, for you are the great I am, and we want to serve you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, God, I pray that you will inspire us and lead us in how we can serve this age group. God, we, we need you to lead and guide us. We know that you lived a life of service when you lived on this earth. Show us how we can be you to this group of people in the area where you have placed us for your glory. Amen. 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 Thank you very yeah. much. We're just going to sing all to Jesus, I surrender. For all of these things that we're praying for, we need him. We need him. It's got to be him. There's not things that we can do. So, yeah, let's uh, let's sing this and um, be in that attitude as we're in the middle of praying. Thank you.
final section of prayer. And for this one, we are going to break into two breakout rooms. So we've just got slightly smaller groups that you can then uh, all pray at the same time in. And so for this section, we are going to pray for the age 60 plus. So again, we are looking to pray about serving, being a light to, helping, giving to, telling the truth to, and loving the local community, particularly thinking about those age 60 plus. So if you've not used a breakout room before, don't worry, it's dead easy. Something will come up on your screen to say, do you want to join the room? And you just say, click yes or join or whatever it says. Um, and then you'll get into the room and you'll be in a smaller group for a small time. And then we'll bring you all back together in about four minutes time. Thank you, everybody. Right, we're going to finish with um, a video uh, song. We're going to finish a, a, another song and then we've got a prayer that we will all pray together right at the very end. Um, so let's sing together now. He's coming on the clouds.
pray a prayer together just to finish off our service right now. It's going to come up on the screen, but if I can just ask you to stay on mute and pray it out loud in your home, that would be great. So read along and pray along with me um, now. Lord, Lord God, God, you, you have, have called your servants to ventures of which we, we cannot see the ending, ending by paths as yet untrodden through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Nobody. Nobody, absolutely. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.